Sports Meets Beer podcast, episode number 95. I can't drive 95. I was waiting for you to make the Jay-Z joke again. 95 problems. Uh, uh, Is the world ready for a double New England maple pastry black coffee milkshake IPA? No. All right, well, then Dogfish Head's fucking it up. Okay, on to this beer. <laughs> I am Brad Barmore. That is Ben Perry. Today, we are drinking beers. Email the show, sportsmeetsbeer at gmail.com. That's M-E-A-T-S, meets. Like the protein. Sportsmeetsbeer at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Untapped, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. But uh, I'm tired of doing the intro. Let's taste some goddamn beer. What do we got, buddy? Uh, today we've got a beer from the New Glory Craft Brewery. They are out of the Sacramento area, but to be specific, Sacramento, yeah. Um, Sacramento beer. Uh, very young, new company. Um, what we're going to have today, these are uh, all these beers that we're about to try on this episode were procured by no other than our friend of the show, Mr. Pickles, Kyle Castillo, so big Shout out to him. Thank you, Kyle, Thanks, for the pickles. Um, we're going to go with the the beer that they that we're starting with is the Zwickle Me Timbers. Okay. Hellas Lager. Uh, New Glory's thing is they have wacky fun cans. Yes. As you can see by their two designs in front of us today. Uh, <laughs> the other thing about them, this is from their about page on their website. Okay. Uh, they are rejecting the mainstream concept of flagship or core beers. Yankee. Yank. Our brewing schedule is dictated rather by the season, our moves, and ingredient availability. So there you go. That's what we're working with today. I just love the idea of, like, we're, re- we're rejecting this core flagship beer thing. How about you just, just say we weren't big enough to, like, get, like, a purchasing contract for the hops we like, so we just make what's available to us? Well, I think it's also, they just, for them, it's... It's a shotgun splatter. They're going to sell whatever they want to sell. They're obviously not looking for big distribution because if you were, you'd have a flagship. You have to have because you need to have what's called shelf standards or shelf priorities, right? When you get into a liquor store and you've got three cooler doors, this is what you your priorities are: one, two, three. That's how it works. Um, Not for everybody, obviously. Not for New Glory. So uh, this is a German Helles beer. Sweet. Uh, Well, Helles is is going to be a sweeter style. Um, Helles is uh, German for pale in color. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are usually like golden ales, right? That's the thing. They're real bready, real biscuity with a little bit of sweetness similar to a Kolsch. Uh, probably the most familiar Helles beer that mm, that you would know, maybe Lowenbrow. Yes. When the last time you had one of those? It's been a long time for me. It's been a long time since I've had a Lowenbrow. I've been to Harry's Hofbrow. <laughs> does, that, does that give me anything? <laughs> Uh, anyhow, um, let's be rolling in at 5.4%. If we go through our AATMF, you'll discover that the very first thing I noticed that this beer is filtered. Yes. Filtered beer. I'm, I'm welcome back to you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long with so many hazies. Uh, but this is interesting. Um, you know, the, the traditional German beers, I, I have, there's like a, a, a definite soft spot in my spot. That, Yes, a definite a soft, soft spot. spot in my heart for them. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, just clean drinking, usually not too crazy on flavors. 
So this style, you know, doesn't go too far into the spectrum one way or the other, whether it's uh, bitterness or maltiness, biscuity, all the different umami things you could probably have and taste and note. Um, German styles are just meant to drink. Right. That's it. In mass con- mass consumptions. So high efficiency drinking. Yes. Just like German automobiles. The German women. Highly efficient. So uh, going through AATMF, as I mentioned, this thing is crystal clear, been filtered nicely. However, uh, we've poured it out in the carbonation level seems to be dying on us. So there's really no head to speak of at this moment. It's only been poured for about two minutes before we hit the record button. But uh, this is interesting. Um, as you mentioned, it's got a sweetness to it. It does. Yeah. Sweet cereal grain. That is the. It is the backbone. That is what it's I get out of this. A little too sweet, to be honest. I agree. I agree. Um, but aroma. Hay. I definitely get some hay. Some horse oh, hay. Oh, yeah. No, in the nose, you do get that that sweetness. You get that kind of corn flakiness, mm-hmm. right? The cereal grain of, of that. Um, sweet Meyer lemon. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. And, it, you know, the taste is okay, but the finish is just not pleasing. I want this. Was, not, with that sweetness, you do, I expect it to be a little bit drier, right? Yes, I want this to have more carbonation in it. I want this to have, like, that For tingly, sure. tighter, you know. Champagne-like bubbles. Champagne-like bubbles, which I know isn't always indicative of the style. Are they? There's, like, an, like a flaked oat thing going on in this. Like, it's, it is, like, a creamy, creamier mouthfeel in this. Like, a, is that... Is that in the malt bill or in the grain bill here? Did we t- did you talk about that already? Uh, not really. It's you know, unfortunately, there's not much notes from the brewery. They, it's they brew their stuff so quickly and so fast right. that this is uh, not available on there. But from everything I could pull, um, I could see this. Uh, I could see this like being ice, ice cold. Like just fuck. I just pulled it out of an ice chest, dude. I don't know how much ice cold it needs to get. <laughs> on a hot day, you mean? Yeah, like on a hot day, I just come in from you know doing whatever it is I was doing outside, drinking another beer, probably <laughs> coming inside from the hot area so that I could drink another beer, uh, and just have this. Yeah, I could see this being good, but I don't know if I could drink sixteen ounces of this, um, just because the mouth it is just a little slick and sweet the, and syrupy kind of. I bet you that if this had a little better carbonation, we'd have a much different opinion of this. That, I think that's, that's, that, that, that's killing the backbone of this whole thing for me. Right? I think you're probably right. Sports Meets Beer podcast is brought to you by Advanced Auto Glass and Detail. Advanced Auto Glass and Detail is committed to providing you with the highest quality premium glass products and a professional installation by certified technicians. They are experienced in every aspect of glass replacement or repair, offering factory replacement or a premium aftermarket upgrade. They even deal with those annoying windshield rock chips that show up out of nowhere. They offer free local mobile service and offer a full warranty on all workmanship for as long as you own your vehicle. And across the street at Advanced Detail, they specialize in cars, trucks, vans, RVs, boats, show cars, trailers, and more. They are a full-service auto detailing shop. Offering exterior wash, polish and wax, interior vacuum, shampoo, trim detail, and even smoke and odor removal. Water spot and scratch removal, paintless dent repair, it's all available at Advanced Auto Glass in detail. Advanced Auto Glass, look for the purple building at 2460 Santa Rosa Avenue. And right across the street is Advanced Auto Detail at 2549 Santa Rosa Avenue. Advanced Auto Glass, 707-526-5700. Advanced Auto Detail, 707-526-2200. Let Advanced Auto Glass in Detail take care of all of your automotive needs. All right. 
Well, there we go. Just like Jay-Z and Swizz Beats, we're on to the next one. <laughs> this is New Glory as well. Another glue, New Glory. This is the Wakey Wakey Oatmeal Coffee Porter. Wakey Wakey Oatmeal Coffee Porter. Now, they've got three different versions of this. They've got a Brazilian uh, coffee. Uh, they've got, um, what's the other one? Mexico. Uh, wakey Wakey in Mexico. Wakey Wakey in India. So, I'm sorry. There's three. Um, Ooh, it smells like coffee. Hot pot of coffee. Oh, yeah. That is definitely Java. So, um, again, AATMF, obviously, with a porter and some of the coffee notes we mentioned, you're going to expect this thing to be dark, and it is. It is uh, It is very indicative of a porter, right? So you're going to dark in color. Um, not quite, not stoutish, but it's got just, it's a dark, dark brown. Chestnut. Ooh, roasting on the open fire. Um, the carbonation level seems to be pretty appropriate. I mean, it's it's got this it's, it's typical uh, porter stout. Head on it, you know, nice light brown. Um, seen by your face that you're not thrilled by this. Um, the coffee, it's this coffee. It's too bitter. It tastes the way a Seven Eleven smells, like when the like you know, like when they've got like the coffee pots out. It's been burning. Yeah. Too much. Too much roast. Yes. Not uh, in the way that Starbucks has too much roast. That's just their coffee. This is just. Right. You know, this is just like burnt coffee. It's, it's burnt that, coffee. Yeah, I, I totally can draw that line. to what you're saying. It's also too. It's just. It's just. There's too much astringency. There's too much bitterness in that coffee. And they, well, they're saying it's. It's like a malted chocolate is part of it too. And it's like they roasted. They're using like chocolate malt and roasted malts and coffee, like roasted coffee and vanilla and, bean. But I don't. I'm getting only that at the very end of this. That's what's making it feel uh, like desserty. Desserty, like the you know, like when you walk into like a Seven Eleven or like an AMPM or whatever, and they've got the you know six different you know air pot coffees, right? That's like some of them are like the you know the vanilla, and it's the hazelnut uh, sweetener creamer. Yeah, exactly. Right? Coffee made hazelnut is what, and that stuff is so sweet over the top. There's just something about uh, there's something that feels synthetic about this. Yes, I would agree. The vanilla bean, I think, is probably what does that. It's hard to it's hard to do synthetic. I mean, I guess you could with coffee, but coffee's pretty inexpensive by the pound, whereas vanilla yeah. bean is not. So I think if you're going to outsource something, it's going to be that vanilla bean, right? I yeah, I would think so. This uh, this comes at seven point two percent, which does not drink like that it at all. It does not drink like seven point two. But it um, as this warms a little bit, get a little more like toffee notes to it, milk chocolate. Um, but I just can't, I can't get by like the overly roasted coffee bean that's in this. Yeah. I'm um, generally speaking, I've been really happy with uh, new every new glory beer up until this point. I've been really really <laughs> happy with. You know, it's funny. I now that I I the second sip and third sip, it's not that offensive to me, and I actually kind of enjoy it. Okay. I do enjoy the over roasted bitterness. I think this is a great like after dinner beverage. And I don't know if that's a component of the roasted that or because or, I don't have a terribly depth knowledge of porters. I, the porters I have had, in fact, I had two earlier today, oddly enough. <laughs> but um, the porters I have had um, aren't quite as strong in the in the flavor, right? They're very, yep. very subtle. And so I wonder if this is a uh, more style to the in-your-face 
style of the porter they're trying to do and trying to accomplish, much like if you would to the, you know, the hops, hoppiness for IPAs. They're getting more, you know, bigger and bolder, and they'd be maybe trying to do this out of the, out of the uh, porter. But for some reason, the coffee isn't quite as um, abrupt as it once was when I first tasted. Now that my palate's kind of settled into this, I, it, I think it's actually nice. It's got nice. Doesn't have terribly thick viscosity. Still drinks like a good beer, uh, but it's not. It's not crazy. It's not thick like we did with the Goose Island. That was really had like thick, thick, vicious liquid. This is making me want to buy some lottery scratchers, a Slim Jim, a Five Hour Energy, and some cheap sunglasses. Where might one want to go buy those? An, an AMPM or a Seven Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Do they have coffee on? Uh, yeah, it's been on for a long time. <laughs> they don't want to waste it. It's actually from yesterday, and they microwaved it. <laughs> nice. Uh, New Glory. Hmm. Uh, sorry, guys. We love you. We love you. This just, uh, these, just, these beers just work for us. I don't love them. I, this, this is the first beer I've had from them. I'm not, I'm not terribly impressed. This one was least offensive, better than the Hellas. But. Wow, that's a ringing endorsement. Well, I'm just saying. We're just being honest. I haven't. I haven't had enough of their beers. Their portfolio. We've carried a few of them. We've I had. Wish a, I just. They, I wish they had a core beer I could try. We've had a few. <laughs> we've had a few of them on at uh, at Kin, and we've had good success with them. And like I said, I, I think they've been really nice. Um, the beers, generally speaking, are we? We have another one, or we're jumping? We're we do. All right. And we are jamming through these. Yes, we are. Well. <laughs> What's this next one that we're looking at? This is from the Fort Rock Brewing Company. Now, before we go into the beer, I want to dump that there, buddy. Uh, Fort Rock Brewing is doing exactly what I talk shit to Boot Amber about. Uh Uh-oh. No, in a good way. They're They're proving my point. Okay. So Fort Rock Brewing has today's fresh beer. Current list of beer on tap at Fort Rock updated on December 17th at 1.36 p.m. Today is the 18th. Right. They're one day behind, but ultimately it tells you what's on tap today, what's fresh, or even within the Yeah, I was only pointing out that that's super up to date. I was not not trying to pick a hole hole there. And the nice part is they have what's on deck, meaning that, hey, look— Maybe this is this style isn't what you're looking for today, but we've got these two right behind that are going to be sprinkling in. So I think it's awesome. I think that's exactly the information that people are looking for these days. Especially uh, everyone, you know, on their mobile devices checking stuff out. But it's really awesome. Plus, they have a beer called Space Force, so I got to give them credit there. Topical. <laughs> they actually came out and announced today that they are officially commissioning. The Department of Defense for an 11th combatant branch, Space Force. They are officially doing that today. May God have mercy on our soul. Oh, my goodness. Um, So this is the I Can See Clearly Now West Coast style IPA. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So it has, uh, this has got uh, Comet Amara. Amarillo and uh, Simcoe hops, which you can taste at Simcoe right yes, away. Yes, you can. Uh, if we go through our beloved ATMF, mm-hmm. uh, another one. We have another filtered beer, which is great. Yeah, we can see through it. It's great. Um, as it rests gently on my recording equipment, which is probably a no-no, but I'll do it anyway. Um, 
really light bodied. This thing is uh, pale straw in color and uh, just really, but it's, it's actually got a decent uh, head on it and original look, I can still, I'll still see some carbonation bubbling up, which is a good sign, right? That means it's going to be that nice refreshing beer, um, which I think is part of what we had earlier with uh, New Glory is that some of their, their struggle with their carbonation level. That could be a canning thing. Not so much the beer itself. It just could be, you know, there could be, have an issue at their canning line, which is, it looks like, as most of these cans are, are mobile canning units because they're 16 ounces and you can feel the label. <laughs> right, on top. right. But, uh, yeah, this goes in, um, this comes in at 6.5% ABV, 45 IBUs. It's pretty standard uh, IPA for here for the West Coast. Um, you know, dipping your nose right into this thing. It doesn't really knock your socks off with hops. Not a lot of aroma hops in this no. thing. Um, in fact, I get more malt out of the nose than I do hops, which is interesting, um, especially being an IPA. But once you take a sip, you definitely taste Simcoe. And that, to me, that shadows the other ones out of the gate. Simcoe's a very strong, strong-nosed hop. Uh, you know what I like about this beer? Uh, the fact that it isn't like a pine. It's not a pine bomb. On the, you know, on the nose, it's not a pine bomb. It's not a uh, tropical fruit bomb like so many of the beers that we've been tasting on this show and right. are out on the right, shelf. Right, right. Um, it's just a nice light floral note here. Um, there's a little bit of citrus, and it's not completely without pine. I don't want to make that. Imp- <laughs> I, I don't want to say it's completely pineless. It's not pine free. Uh, no, but it's n- it's just it's not a pine bomb. Um, but then all of that sort of tropical fruit, it shows up on the mouthfeel, right? The flavors here are sweet orange, guava, a little bit of grapefruit. Um, and I like the mouthfeel a lot. It's pretty thin, which is good. Uh, so right. many IPAs are these rich bullshit. Well, now we're getting into that. Those hazies again are so thick and hard to, they're chewable. And so having something like this with just a really gentle mouthfeel is, is critical. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, um, it is the, uh, the Simcoe hop is also what's, used a lot in the um, high altitude series from Sierra Nevada, the mm-hmm. Optimum. Oh, is that right? Right. So that's, I can, I can, as soon as I read that, I was instantly drawing a line to it. I can totally taste the similarities in that just because that Simcoe hop. So it's interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, you nailed it. I mean, everything that, that this beer boasts, uh, it does come through. Although I don't get as much, I'm not getting as much fruit aroma as you picked up or flavor. Yeah, there's, I didn't get a lot of fruit in the nose. It's more in the flavor. Just like a sweet orange. There's just a little bit of bitterness, like that grapefruit pith. Um, like I said, I like the mouthfeel. It's nice and thin. There's some bitterness in the finish that lingers. Um, I'm very happy with this beer. I like it. That's I like good. It. I don't know if I could drink a whole one, though. Really? Yeah, the, uh, I'm finding that the uh, the finish is uh, is not as pleasant as the first sip. Interesting. Maybe that's who knows, um, but it's that. Well, maybe that's again. That's a sign of a West Coast IPA. The the, the hops are actually sitting on my tongue a little bit. So yeah, you got some of those oils in there. Uh, but no, it's uh, <clears throat> this is a, it is a good beer. It is. And it also delivers on. That's the big thing to me is that it delivers on what it says. Right, you're getting a clear. You know, this is a West Coast beer. It is, you know, six and a half percent. This is it's going to drink like that. I yeah, like that. I, I li- and I like that. You know, they're taking a little shot at the, 
hazy movement and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm, I'm into this beer. I think it's good. Okay. <laughs> Thank God, because we could we didn't have th- we couldn't have three dogs. No, <laughs> three no, dogs. no, no, not not on this episode. Not on episode ninety five. So Fort Rock Brewing. Thank God for you. <laughs> Sorry. If you like this episode, check out our other ones on our where you found this podcast. Please go back to that page and check out other beer reviews. We got plenty on there. And if you didn't like this podcast, go back and check them out anyway, because maybe you like all the other ones, all Ooh. 94 other episodes. It's a good one. It's a really solid one. And if you don't like them, just subscribe anyway. Really would help us out. Really yeah. Help us out. And reviews always help too. In the meantime, that is Brad Barmore. I am Ben Perry. This is the Sports Meet Beer Podcast. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. It's from, it's from Elf. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Now I get it. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs>